All right, welcome to podcast number one. It is Dose of Inspiration, and the intention of this podcast is to share myself, my name is Danielle Jokinen, um, with the world, and share also the amazing people that I get to experience every day um, with the world as well, that I've seen them get transformed through yoga, through yod, through meditation and self-inquiry, and to lead back to themselves, to lead back and lead from why. Um, and through coming to the Minnesota Power Yoga, my studio that I own, um, the commitment that they have to growth, to connection, to love, is through the demand that they want with their physical practice, their spiritual practice, and mentally practice to get super fit. Um, and I see that every day. I see that uh, now it's been six years that the studio's open, and I'm so inspired that I continue to get to witness that, that I am committed to share share these amazing people in my life and the community that I also see from that commitment of growth connection love they get access to um, being in their purpose and lining up to it and continuing to be at play with what is my purpose and then they get to create and they get to be a contribution to their community and to the world so with that with my dose of dose of inspiration today um, is Sue Sue Nardine she did my yoga teacher training. She did 40 days back at the studio. She signed up for Yad Seva. She just got back from an amazing adventure, an amazing experience and trip that um, I really want her to share with you guys here as well. So with that, Sue, uh, tell us about yourself. Okay, so my name is Sue Nordine and I live in Duluth, Minnesota. I am a mom of two grown kids in their early 20s. Have a dog and um, have uh, training and my um, vocation has been as a family physician primarily uh, with younger people in the college campus setting but also in um, urgent care setting too mm -hmm. so I've had some really great experiences through that um, actually being a physician seeing life firsthand and all of the ups and downs that that can bring um, has um, really for me led me here in some respects um, just wanting to take care of myself and also I am a person that always looks for a little deeper meaning a little deeper experience and I'm always questioning why am I here what am I here to do um, and that is an ongoing um, an ongoing thing so um, that's a little bit about about myself awesome Sue thank you for sharing and yeah like I love to hear about everybody individually at the studio and see what brought them to the studio, what's their why, what have they gotten access to. Um, so how did you find MPY? So I had um, been doing my own home yoga practice with just audio tapes and um, on the computer for a number of years. I found yoga in 2000 and um, had, had done it that way um, through a substitute yoga teacher at the Y uh, they had mentioned a Baptiste flow that they brought in and I, it felt so good in my body that I said I need to find more of that so I looked for Baptiste um, yoga online first um, and started doing it and what I noticed was this amazing sense of like heart opening you know really a lot of that happened and I felt so um, just physically good but also like I could breathe more I could um, there was more space um, I happened to be coming to uh, Minneapolis for a conference and I just did a search to see if there were any studios that taught Baptiste in this area and lo and behold Minnesota Power Yoga came up I said to myself I'm gonna go see what that studio is about and which was a little stretch for me I didn't typically go to studios so um, so I checked in, took my first class, and was amazed. The power of being in a class with other people in a live class where this methodology was taught, it felt amazing. And I just, I left <laughs> feeling like I, I need more mm -hmm. of this. So that's how I found MPY to begin with. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And that's the fun part is you you never know like yeah. how you're gonna get to the place that you're at and finding gratitude in the place that you are based on everything up to that point. 
then you also were also living Baptiste methodology because you stepped out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and you went to a yoga studio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I had only been to the Y really yeah. before mm-hmm. and a whole different experience. Yeah. yeah. And you got out of yeah. your comfort zone, you came to class. Yeah. And through that, what was what did you get access to? Yeah. So um one, um, I I came down here more often. I that's when I decided to do the forty days. It was like shortly after that the um, I learned about the forty days and um, uh, signed up and made a commitment to come down here once a week. The forty days at that point, there was a yoga class right before the forty days, so it was like really great because I would drive down in my car two hours and then do the 75 minute class and then have 40 days and then drive back mm-hmm. and that so uh, and 40 days for me was hard I um, yeah I I found that I thought that it, the physical practice would be no big deal you know for me. <laughs> um, but that the emotional the self-inquiry and all of that would be tough and and I was right about that that was tough um, but also my relationship to the physical practice and um, and seeing how the 40 days was taught um, with the teacher, um, just standing in a space of creating room for exploration was completely new to me. Like being the recipient of that was so new. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes it was very uncomfortable and even made me feel like, like angry and um, and and I but I was but it, it then led me to be in a space of wow how do you create that space for others because I want to do that that's really neat um, because through being uncomfortable and being angry it allowed me access to going further with that program and 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 just I guess being just in inquiry about what was out there for me mm-hmm. yeah so you got access to experiencing something yeah and it was anger and still wanting to still experience. wanting to be there yeah yeah. That's, yeah that sounds like a safe space sounds like what and then being committed to being there like what drove that like decision for you to keep keep in it what what allowed you to stay mm. Um, well, I had committed to it and I do like to, if I commit to something, I like to finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also knew that probably that anger was less about the, the teacher than about something in myself. I knew that just from the work that I do. And, um, so I was curious about what that was, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and I don't recall right now what it was about, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but I just remember being able to be go through it, and yeah. and part of it was the it was towards the end of the program where you really ramp up with the the number of um, uh, minutes per day. There's just the different things that the program entails. It just took up more and more time Mm -hmm. and you know my messages to myself about how much time I had you know and all of that and it started to feel a little like impingy kind of thing Mm -hmm. so um and uh, but also knowing hey you know there is a point at which there is a balance in this for me Mm -hmm. um and trying to find that so Mm -hmm. sometimes going beyond that is helpful and I think in that situation that's what that was was yeah it wasn't very balanced and it was okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it sounded like too, it's like taking responsibility for whatever is coming up. Yeah. And then deciding that it isn't bad or wrong, just operating possibly a new way. Yeah. Like you said, because you're a teacher, so it's switching the role to be a student. Yeah. Yeah. Right. In my work as a physician, yeah. often I'm you're imparting giving, information. Yeah, you're right. Giving right. The, the thing. Yeah. For people. And so to receive that, and also to to be. Right to um, to have have uh, things not feeling imbalanced for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was okay. Right? Yeah, just brought up, <laughs> just brought, brought up, up, like yeah, brought up stuff. I 
learning experience. And then you signed up for teacher training? Yeah, actually, so before teacher training was the 100 days of handstands. Oh, yeah, how did we forget that one? <laughs> so, um, and that I did remotely, and it was really fun because MPY had um, the, the people that were um, doing that, Andrew and... Um, Hadley and Ben. And Hadley. And Dalton. And Dalton. Yep, and so they put on small uh, Facebook post videos about what they were doing and different things. And, um, and they had a chart here, and I had my own chart at home. And yeah, 100 days um, of handstands was great because it really uh, was something that I, I committed to and finished and, um, and looked around. And what surprised me was it was unusual to finish that commitment. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was neat. But also... Um, looking at how the progression through it, the learning, like being able to do something and see it mm -hmm. grow. Um, but um, yeah, I would say for me it led to really a like, oh wow, committing to something like this and finishing it is kind of a special deal. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course teacher training. So teacher training was amazing. Yeah, and I, I don't want to just speak on and on if you have specific questions about, mm -hmm. about that, yeah. but yeah. What desired you to sign up for teacher uh, training? Yeah, so I think early on when I came to MPY, I knew that I wanted to take teacher training for my own self. A lot of this journey has been for my own healing, um, and my intention was <laughs> not about teaching um, initially, and um, so what, what got me to sign up was really wanting to deepen my own practice and be part of the MPY community, um, and that brought me yeah, to training. You to it. Yeah. And through it, what came up for you? So through it, um, I would say the one of the biggest things was um, really self-acceptance and being truly actually believing that I am okay the way I am and it's not that I have to be doing something to validate my own existence like I'm just fine the way I am I felt so much love in that space of the teacher training through your teaching through the community of, of um, people that were in the teacher training and of course the larger studio community there's so much support um, and being able to just feel, um, and, and let it, let it flow through. Like those were huge for me mm -hmm. just, you know, and thirdly, so one other thing, and that is that I did eventually end up teaching and feeling like, yeah, I, I actually might want to teach, um, which was a surprise. And it happened, um, because the, the, the way that um, I grew in the space of the teacher training as a teacher was so natural. It came along as just a very gentle and yet forward moving process that was so different than any other type of teaching of a skill that I'd ever learned. I, I'd always been thrown into the deep end and swim and now you get to do this. <laughs> So it was so gentle and loving, and by the end of the training, we all were teaching, all of us that, and we were competent at it, beginners for sure, but like it was so cool to recognize that it was just like being carried and held, and yeah, it was uncomfortable at times, but it was never that feeling of being alone or being like, <gasps> I feel really, you know, not prepared. Yeah, so it was really beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. And then what's here now for you post-teacher training? Post-teacher training is just the sense of possibility mm -hmm. uh, of, of things that I don't even know are possible. Mm -hmm. And I'm just really, I want to extend my arms out and just like take it all in and, and see where I fit with that. Um, at the same time realizing like I am fine where I am and who I am and it's not like I have to do some grand thing in order to be you know in order to do good I can do good just by being me mm -hmm. in, in a natural way and that will that will happen and trusting that that's what's here that's really really 
well that is what the teacher training is promise is is to become you (laughs) your authentic self yeah and have the capacity to share that with others so you're you're a living example of the promise of the teacher training being lived out yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like that too Mm -hmm. so that's why i also am inspired and grateful to get to like be in just even in this conversation with you to be in (laughs) it's so cool in the studio talking and sharing and and like this is real conversation yeah. that's yeah. what I love that and you are doing that I feel like before the teacher training to do a podcast like this I would have had to go and write out a whole bunch of prepared answers <laughs> and then I'd be like trying to remember what they were and 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 you know this has gotten me to a point of just trusting that you know okay I might not actually have the answer mm-hmm. but it's something will come up and that will be what's supposed to be yeah, like trusting that that's what's there. I would never have been able to do this before <laughs> in a way that felt natural and like like my heart wasn't just beating out of my chest. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Well, this is life right here, yeah. and this is what I call this is a yoga practice right here. And yeah, I remember even through teacher training, you you declared that you want to find your voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel that like right here, right now, Sue, is you in your voice. Yeah. Yeah, like not having to write down the, a script and right. reading from that, you are just you right here. Yeah, so, and yeah. it's like good, mm-hmm. like being comfortable with that. That's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That came that came through that, yeah. and also other experiences. So mm-hmm. yeah. And you also, I also wanted to bring up another thing we didn't talk about yet mm-hmm. is you declared that you wanted to take an experience through teacher training. Mm-hmm. You committed to it. Now you're back home. I want you to tell me what that experience was that you committed okay. to and what happened. Okay. What's here now? Yeah. So um, early on in the um, uh, early on in the in the teacher training, and actually, yeah, right around the beginning of it, uh, there was um, this opportunity to do a, a really extensive hike, um, and so. Um, my son and I decided to do a section hike, a long section hike of the Continental Divide Trail, which is a trail that goes from Mexico to Canada um, through the Rocky Mountains, up um, basically from uh, New Mexico, Colorado, Wyoming, Idaho, and Montana. And um, so we committed to seeing what would happen with that. Wasn't sure how much of the trail would we, we would end up doing, whether we do part or, or all of it. It's 3,100 miles long. <laughs> so, um, and weather, of course, and fires and other things affect what, you know, what happens. Um, so, yeah, I ended up hiking 1,500 miles or roughly that much. Um, spent the entire spring and summer hiking the states of New Mexico and Montana <laughs> because of weather in Colorado. Didn't uh did not hike there yet but that would you know that's still out there so um so yeah basically spent that amount of time um three and a half months um hiking and hiking all day every day uh 25 to 30 miles didn't start out with that kind of like mileage but um worked up to it and um and just have recently gotten home, decided that I was, I had gotten what I wanted from the hike and um, priorities changed with my daughter coming home and I really wanted to be with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I feel so good about um, having had that experience and, and really um, what that's opened up for me is, is being um, like really uh, feeling good about how, um, empowered like I feel empowered through having been able to hike that far um, go uh, up huge <laughs> mountains <laughs> and down the other side and each one was just like a yacht <laughs> yacht training you know going up and and really um, uh, using a lot of skills that I learned you know, through yoga um, it, during the hike um, so that that's a part of it. I think part of this um, hiking experience for me, I was mentioning earlier, that was so cool was really um, trying to really fully immerse myself in that. 
um, even though it meant giving up some other things, like giving up my yoga practice for a time, mm -hmm. which was really scary to me because I love my yoga practice and it just I was I was grieving about that. Um, what I found is my yoga practice is always there, <laughs> but um, but it was it was the practice of giving up something and really committing to another thing for a while, knowing it was temporary, to get that full immersion experience, and um, and I'm really glad that I did that. Absolutely. Yeah. So it sounds like the hardest part was giving up your yoga practice, and I quote quote unquote giving yeah. up because, yeah. like you said. You're not giving it up. But I didn't know that. It felt like I was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So which just seemed very hard and I yeah. get that. And I acknowledge you for that. And through that you got access to what? What 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 can became yeah. possible? It, what became possible um, is that I um, before knowing that it, I hadn't actually had to give it up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what what it allowed me to do was allow myself to come apart. Yeah, because that was a big part of, of me and um, and my you know my identity and how I felt about my physical body mm -hmm. um, and being able to to be like you know what I'm just gonna see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, so really opening the possibility is what it, yeah. what it created space for. And the willingness to come apart. Yeah, that's one of the laws oh. of <laughs> Forty Days First Revolution is a willingness to come apart. Yeah not have it look a certain way or right. come apart even a certain way. When I come apart, it's going to look like this. It's just like, and we are coming yeah. apart. Yeah. 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 So, um, so because of hiking, you know, my body did change with much more, um, monotonous movement, um, with, with the type of, um, physicalness that I was filling my days with. Um, and, also saying to myself, it's okay, I'm still me. Um, I don't have to have my body a certain way in order to be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what did you get yeah. access to for completing your hike? Yeah, like, do you mean after the hike, what do I have access now? Yeah, to right now? now, coming home. Yeah, so coming home, it's really, it was a surprise to me. So when I was hiking, I found that you know, hiking is actually not my thing, which was was kind of cool to see. Really accepting that um, some people I was hiking with, they loved hiking. That was like their thing, just like I love yoga. Um, but for me, it was like no, it was more of a, a. It was it was hard. It was hard to do. Um, so it gave me access to knowing that yep, I can actually do something that I don't love at the time, knowing that. It'll give me something, an experience or some knowledge or, or that. Mm -hmm. um, what it has been is very, very empowering, knowing that, whoa, I did that. That's super cool. Hiking <laughs> hiking throughout two states, you know, 1,500 miles, a big deal. Mm -hmm. But also um, what it's gotten me to is just knowing, hey, I can do things. Um, if I want to go and, you know, take a bunch of um, different trainings. Um, I, you know, I'm really interested in hands-on assist. So if I want to do that, I can seek those out. I can go there. I can be in a different community, mm -hmm. and it's possible mm -hmm. to do that. I don't have to limit myself to the idea of I am just, you know, going to be home with my dog mm -hmm. uh, in Duluth. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, and before doing this, I I think I always felt like boxed in by you know roles by my job um, and um, commitments which are good but I think realizing those can shift and if I want to do new things I can mm -hmm. and I can shift that around and and, and try stuff mm -hmm. so yeah it's given me much more ability to try yeah things. absolutely yeah. So possibilities out there and yeah. sure it's it's a possibility and coming from that, it's a possibility for you. It's a possibility for me, right? right? And then just also that idea of, wow, that might lead to other things that I don't even know exist mm -hmm. right now, and yeah. that's exciting for me. Right. Yeah. Absolutely, it's what you learn in teacher trainings, what you know you don't know, what you don't know, what you don't know. Yeah. You just gotta <laughs> step in that direction of yeah. possibility, and through that, like, now you took the hike and realized, oh, this isn't for me, and I, from that I see a contrast. 
Mm -hmm. Like it also deepens your why to now what do you want? Like, oh, I I like the hike. I'm glad I did that. And I really acknowledge you, see, for doing that hike because I would like, oh, I want to go hike two states. It's like, uh, where do I even start? (laughs) Yeah. And I was not someone that had done a lot of that before. So it was a big learning curve. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But just like being a yes for it, doing the steps to make it happen. You took the action. You did that. And now it's like, oh, and now I don't want that. Yeah. And there's power in that, yeah. you know, versus also you know, completing the hike yeah. because yeah. I should or because I said I committed to this. Right. So I acknowledge you for also like committing. What do we call it in training is complete. I'm complete. Yeah. I felt completely instead of feeling um, like it, it, even though I didn't do all 3,100 miles, I didn't necessarily set out to do that. Um, so it did not feel like, oh, a, a quitting or a loss or like I didn't get to finish. It was more like, hey, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I just feel done and it feels like a really good point to be done. i gotten what I want from this. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it feels like, yes, mm-hmm. a super good point. Mm-hmm. Well, that's empowering yeah. right there because you're also speaking, Sue, about the Baptiste three source principles of Baptiste Yoga, which is what you just did, physicalness. Mm-hmm. You are in your physical body. You found a lot of possibilities yeah. through committing to your physicalness of hiking. Mm-hmm. There's possibility, I can climb that mountain. Yes. I can do that thing. And then the end result is that you're, you're left feeling empowered. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, sure, like in that hike, but it sounds like in your life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the, I would completely agree that those things have been there and are there now right yeah you're an embodiment of the practice yeah yeah whether oh. it's you're on your rectangle mat or yeah. whether you're yoga teaching. off the mat totally <laughs> yoga off the mat yeah. yeah 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 so I acknowledge you for that and I also want to go back to like why why the studio is you know open it's it's empowering people to stand in growth connection and love to line up to purpose to line mm-hmm. up to what you're up to and I always say whatever that is is it hiking is it being a stay-at-home mom is it opening a store your own business like whatever that is like we're a stand for that to happen um so i want to ask you where in your life have you felt not lined up to like i call mm-hmm. it you know your purpose or up to what you're up to what 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 was that and what did it feel like mm-hmm. yeah i would say um when i was really extending myself outward um feeling that what I was doing in life had to be grandiose or had to um, had to look like something that affected tons of people, um, whichever, I don't know that it ever did, <laughs> but there was always this pressure, <laughs> that pressure of that. And so I feel like in that, I, I kind of always felt like not enough. Um, no, I wasn't doing enough. I wasn't, you know, no matter how much I did, I wasn't doing enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, you know, in the work that I did, I certainly had opportunities to affect people's lives as a physician. Mm-hmm. And I feel I did a good job at that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was also, again, that pressure of like having to. So, and, and feeling kind of always not, not, a, not doing enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that seems like a not very aligned place to be coming from to mm-hmm. to do what I'm here to do in the world. Absolutely, yeah. and you you know I'm sure you impacted and still continue to impact so many people. My question for you now is who or where was that pressure coming from? You, can you look yeah. back now or what's? Yeah, I think I've always you know carried a message that I need to do something to you know to fix the world to save the world from like you know collapsing in on itself I think from parental maybe societal messages maybe it's something I arrived here with I don't I'm not sure where that pressure you know necessarily originated Um, but it always was this like panic of um, of not doing enough of you know having all these problems to solve and not uh, not having you know, actually a clue as to how to do that. <laughs> Does that mm-hmm. make yeah, sense? Yeah, you know, totally. sort of, and it was always like, yeah, just kind of cycling all the time. And the, you know, in the, the things that would go around in my, in my head about, boy, I, you know, I, I, I need to do something to, you know, stop, 
um, this part of the forest from being, you know, um, used in a certain way or, you know, global warming, climate change, you know, all these big problems always felt like somehow it came down to like me mm -hmm. having to do, <laughs> having to, to do a ton all. to fix yeah. it all and, um, mm -hmm. and a powerlessness in that yeah. because that is just not how it goes. I mean, yes, we all have a part to do, to play in, in the world. Um, but one person doing everything is not realistic. <laughs> right. And it sounds yeah. like you put that pressure, you know, on yourself I, from I outside did. sources, from who knows where it yeah. originated from. And that's the power of like, we definitely talk in teacher training is, you know, what is our limiting beliefs yeah. about ourselves? Yeah. So with, with putting the pressure on yourself, and you became a physician, you know, you've, mm -hmm. you've done a lot to help and it still sounded like, you know, that pressure is still, was still there. It's still there. And yeah. so you are taking on all the roles to like save the planet. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saving the planet. Sue <laughs> so, so saving the planet. Yeah, here I you go. know, yeah. still feeling like what inside if you're trying yeah. to save the planet, what were you left feeling inside? Really alone, yeah. which was actually one of my, my, um, limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. I am alone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I've now replaced with. I am it, I am a part of a loving community. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, just hopeless. Mm -hmm. I felt really hopeless. Yeah. And um, and again, like just not not enough. Mm -hmm. Like there would never be like it was always this feeling like I would do and do and do and do and not have it yeah be okay. Right. Yeah. Because you would do and do and do and at the root cause of it is still feeling hopeless or alone. Yeah. It yeah. just keeps cycling, right? right? It, keeps it keeps reinforcing. It keeps yeah. stuck even though yeah. you became a physician. You're a mom. Right. You're a dog lover. Like you were taking care of a lot of things. Yeah. And still who was suffering inside was, was you. Was me. Yeah. Right. Right. And so that's when you felt not up to what you were up to. Mm -hmm. Up to purpose or feeling empowered yourself from the inside out. Yeah. Um, so when did you like? So you dropped that story of what was the story you dropped? Yeah, the I am alone, mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> um, I, I I I need to go back to my journal now and look at all the things. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, but I have to do everything myself, mm -hmm. you know. And also the sense of unworthiness, mm -hmm. you know, I carried around too, just yeah. um, that. So really replacing that with. I am worthy, right. you know, I have a right to be here and yeah. I can do really, really beautiful things mm -hmm. just by, just by being me. Right. Absolutely. Right? Well, yeah. you are being a huge example to what like our teacher training is about and what this studio is about is seeing that we all are yeah. you know, connected and then we all are suffering at times from limiting beliefs we put on ourselves. Yeah. And in that suffering is ourselves, and we tend to want to run away from other people because don't want we don't want others to see that in ourselves. Yeah, which yeah. causes then more suffering or more pain. And on the opposite side of that is love and connection mm -hmm. and growth and feeling worthy. So when you right. let go of, yeah, I'm alone or unworthy. What we said, you already replaced that. Which I yeah, applaud you for. What did you replace right. it with? I'm part of a loving community, yeah. and I, you know, and I'm not alone. Right. And, and when I come from that, you know, I see over and over, yes, I am part of a loving community. And there's still that desire sometimes to be like, no, I'm alone, mm -hmm. you know, um, it, because it's a deep seated limiting belief. And so really yeah. it can vary, even though I see it, I still have to do work mm -hmm. to keep opening and, you know, and, and replacing that with you know, with what is actually the reality. <laughs> right. Well, I call yeah. that sometimes we forget to remember it. Yeah. We're yeah. like, oh yeah, here is my loving community and I am worthy. Yeah. And so yeah. forgetting is also a, a gift that we can give ourselves to like remind us that like, right. oh yeah. Oh yeah. I am love. Yeah. To set us back into alignment, right. set us back on purpose. Right. To what you're up to. And now, you know, you know being a mom from that place of I yeah. am in community, I am worthy, yeah. is a powerful place to come into being a mother yeah. in that space, or a dog lover, or like physician, or being that what you're up to yeah. in the yeah. world already. Not needing to change it outside, it's just like going in what you just did, which I really acknowledge you for. Yeah. So, um, and then 
And oh, my I wanted to go back to the hike. And yeah. what was sourcing? What did you feel like was sourced the hike from what belief that you wanted to go on the How hike? How do you mean? Like what? Oh, the action of yes, I'm gonna yeah. do this hike. Sourced from what? That that came from really a sense of possibility. Mm-hmm. I was really wanting to know what was possible. Mm-hmm. It was something I'd never done before. Um, I it was an opportunity to spend time with my son, which we did hike together for part of the hike. And you know, that's a whole nother story. He, we, we decided to hike separately together. <laughs> um, and, but it was really like, what's this about? What will I learn from this? What's out there that I don't even know is a thing right now, which, yeah, I, I would say that came to pass, but that was really the you know, that was the driving force rather than I must go push myself to go and hike this entire yeah. hike from A to B. It was right. it was much more gentle than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like, whoa, you know, what's out there for me yeah. and what can you know, what what will this look like and who will I be at the end? Like I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm kinda happy with how that's turned out. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um and yeah, because it I really felt there could be a lot of possibility of internal change too and I feel like there has been which I'm gradually like learning what that's been so yeah yeah that's huge and thank you for sharing that because that's another um, powerful practice to come into is leading from any action with intention like what is my intention for taking this thing fill in the blank right doing this thing or not doing it so um, I acknowledge you for sharing that what was your intention it was possibility and like yeah. through it you get something absolutely which was empowerment and those like and now more doors are open right or you have the eyes now to see them and then also take the action to open them and move through it so yeah. which is another segue too that you're also i want to finish yes. up with saying you're going to kenya <laughs> yes with africa yoga project yeah. um, with the yad seva 2020 mm-hmm. So what encouraged you or inspired you to sign up for that as yeah. well? Yeah, okay, so to be brief, because I know we're probably running low on time, but um, back when Millie came, mm-hmm. and she came from um, AYP to teach a class here that I had the opportunity to take, and so that was one of the first like Africa Yoga Project introductions I had, was just actually taking a class from someone that is, of Africa Yoga Project and um, and I um, then of course through the teacher training saw the videos and which was a reminder to me like whoa yeah AYP you know it's so cool and so empowering for the people that are participating in it Mm -hmm. um, all around and that um, transformation happens through Baptiste Yoga and it happens through the teaching classes at, at AYP, as well as a lot of the studios um, uh, that are, are here as well. So um, knowing that there was a trip planned um, in February 2020, I just was like, I am a yes for that. I want to go, I wanna be a part of it, I wanna feel what it's like to be in that space of transformation uh, with others from this community mm-hmm. and um, and then Yad of course is a part of it for me it's it's um, it's great mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do love Yad um, um, and it's also somewhat of an unknown so the opportunity to learn how to teach Yad and, and grow that part mm-hmm. um, and uh, and be in a sharing of information and, and um, such in Nairobi um, and at the um, with the SIVA and yep. just yeah that to me sounds very exciting yeah being of service yeah and when I went to level one with Baron Baptiste Paige shared the documentary that I share now in teacher training because that that was a turning point for me myself is what inspired me to open Minnesota Power Yoga whoa so yeah I snap about it because <laughs> it's still to this day yeah like it brought me down to tears yeah. watching that documentary that like there's like something more yeah. to be doing whatever the more ing is with my life yeah to share this practice to be of service to be up to something bigger than me so yeah. um 
yeah. I always get excited to be able to be in collaboration with them to bringing Yod, which is like another baby yeah. of mine, mm-hmm, yeah. to them, and then to have a community around to come and be of service together, to learn, to grow, to share, and to be of service together. So I'm yeah. just excited that you're. You just board. like put that into words perfectly. That's what I should have said. Yeah, great. No, you're great too. It was, yeah, it's just all of that. It's so exciting mm-hmm. to be able to experience and, and share and be, be in community mm-hmm. with such a great thing. Right, and then you get to share that with your community. Yeah, you right. Know, back home, on your hike, right. really wherever you go. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's a continuation of the practice. Um, and with that, before we, we, we sign off today, I want to hear, like, what is a nugget? I call them yoga nuggets, but just a nugget of wisdom, of insight, yeah. of something you want to leave people yeah. with. Yeah, I would really come back to that, just that principle of being okay where you are and who you are, and that you are just really perfect as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know those are just words, but taking that in and feeling it truly is a whole nother level. And, um, and I would say start with just imagining the possibility of being okay as you are. Um, so that would be my nugget is, yeah. Imagine the possibility that you actually are okay. That you are yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to look like anything. It is, you are where you are, when you are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, be there. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, thank you, yeah. Sue. I want to end this with an acknowledgement. And uh, um, I see you, Sue. And I acknowledge you for being a huge part of what the studio is. Mm. And it's like a... It's, it's a possibility for this studio, for this community, to be here. Yeah. So without you, this isn't a space. This isn't an experience yeah. for the whole. This isn't an experience for other people to walk in the door to then have the experience you're talking about. So yeah. you are MPY. You are the mission, the vision. I see that in you. And yeah. I, I invite everyone and you and us and me to continue to lead from from why, yeah. from, from heart, from purpose, and... Um, yeah, and lead from that because that's what causes yeah, what what just Sue just shared with us. So, absolutely. And I also want to acknowledge yeah. you and this space, which really allows the growth of of all of us that that are part of this community. It wouldn't happen without that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I feel like I'm lined up to purpose, and I'm you grateful are. for that. <laughs> And I invite everybody else to like get in and do whatever that is for you and with other people, like-minded, growing together, even if you don't know, (laughs) that's step one. So um, thank you all for listening. Any questions or want to reach out to Sue, um, I'll put the information in the notes. And, or if you want to join us for the Yad Seva, come play. Um, And yeah. We'd love to see you, see you on your mat, get on your meditation stool, and just ask yourself questions daily. Chat soon. Welcome to your meta meditation. I will have you find a comfortable position in which you can sit for some time, for a period of time. And as you allow your eyes to gently close, tune into your body and make some minor adjustments as needed. It can be helpful to remember our intentions of both ease and awareness. Sit in a way that feels comfortable and alert. We'll start with a few minutes of concentration just to help our mind settle in and arrive to the present moment to this now experience. As you allow the body to resume to natural breathing, see where in the body you can feel your breath. Feel it. Notice it. It may be in your stomach or belly, abdomen area. Where can you feel the rising and falling as the body breathes? It may be in the chest or you may notice it expanding and contracting at your belly as your body inhales and exhales. 
Notice your breath. Notice it at your nostrils, where you can feel the slight breeze as the air comes in and as the air goes out. As you feel your body breathing, try to stay with the breath all the way through. So notice it full, full all the way into your lungs, your belly expands, and exhale, your belly contracts, your chest falls. Maybe you add a count, four count breathing as you inhale for four, three, two, one, and let it out, four, three, two, one. You may notice the mind wandering. When the mind wanders, just notice and allow it for an opportunity to cultivate mindfulness and concentration to this moment, your body, your breath. This is a practice to strengthen the ability to bring your body, mind back to the now moment. We're strengthening and bringing awareness to the breath, to the body, and strengthening our ability to focus on an object or this now moment. Treat this as an opportunity and return to your breath. begin the practice by bringing to mind yourself as you sit here right now. Try to connect with your own deepest intentions for happiness, power, ease, safety. You don't need to dive into stories of what will make you happy, but connect with the natural desire you have, the desire in your heart. You can cultivate this intention to open the heart to your own well-being by silently offering yourself some phrases of metta. In your head, slowly offer yourself the phrases, may I be happy, may I be healthy, may I be safe, may I be at ease. these phrases silently in your head, saying them slowly enough that you can connect with their meaning and the intention behind them. Now you can bring to mind a good friend. This may be a loved one, a friend, a teacher, or a mentor, or maybe a pet. You can connect with their natural desire to see this person happy and at ease. Just like you, this person wants to be happy, to feel safe and be healthy. In an effort to cultivate this intention of kindness, you can offer this person a few phrases of metta. May you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be safe, may you be at ease. You can let this person go from your mind and bring to mind a neutral person. This is someone you see maybe regularly but don't know very well. Maybe somebody who works somewhere you go a lot, a coworker, or maybe a neighbor. Although you don't know this person well, you can recognize that this person wants to be happy as well. 
You don't need to know what their happiness looks like necessarily. Again, offer this person the phrases of loving kindness, connecting with the intention to care about their well-being. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. May you be at ease. you let this neutral person go you can bring to mind somebody who you find difficult you may want to pick the most difficult person in your life or may not want to instead choose someone who is minorly minorly difficult maybe it's someone you find yourself agitated with or annoyed by you can offer a phrase recognizing this is connecting with your intention to care for this person although you may not mean it wholeheartedly every time we offer a phrase we can make an effort with this phrase may you be happy may you be healthy may you be safe may you be at ease we bring our hands to heart center Anjali Mudra we will say together last time for all beings everywhere may we all be happy may we all be healthy may we all be safe may we all be at ease hands to third eye center we say namaste Thank you so much for listening to uh, Metta Meditation. My name is Danielle Jopanin, and may you all be well.